Hello and welcome to Healing Through Words. I am Sandra D, a therapist, certified domestic violence counselor, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted, to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. The year 2022 is all about you. It's about knowing your identity, who you are. It's understanding you matter and you have purpose. Last week, we discussed identity. Do you know who you are? Today's topic is identity. Whose voice are you listening to? We listen to so many things. People, music, and ourselves. We listen to voices telling us who we are and voices telling us who we are not. But the question is, who's telling the truth? Not knowing your identity can be frustrating and confusing. As I shared last week, about the illustration of a cat. If I was not created to be a cat and tried to live as a cat because everyone treated me and told me I was a cat, I would be frustrated because I'm embracing a lie about my identity. Or let's look at it this way. A person who doesn't know their true identity is like a football player who doesn't know their position on the team. You're running around the field, tackling everyone, and not knowing whose team you are on. Others are frustrated and hollering at you, and you spin and you respond with, What's your problem? Quit judging me. Eventually, you become frustrated and say, I'm doing my best. The problem is not that you're not doing your best. The problem is you don't know your identity. It's identity confusion. You live the life for so long that you're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, or small enough. Those enough thoughts and feelings are robbing you from the truth. You are enough. What we need to do is stop letting our feelings run our lives and walk in the truth of who God say we are. However, while feelings can be fickle, they can also help us know what we need and don't need, or like and don't like. We don't need the abuser telling us what we are and what we are not, what we can do and what we can do, and where we can go or can't. Nor do we need the abuser telling us what or whom to like or not like. The key is to let our feelings be our gauge, but not our guide. Feelings are good communicators, but don't always line up with the truth. Feelings can be shallow and unstable. They're not always logical or reality. Just because something feels good doesn't mean that it's good. 
Just because something or someone looks right doesn't mean that it's right. And just because something feels or sounds true doesn't mean that it's true. Check out your source. It's a source from past hurts or pain, or it's a source from God's word. The thoughts in your head and beliefs in your heart will directly affect your feelings and your emotions. You may be physically and spiritually healthy, but if you allow your thoughts to believe a lie, you will feel the bondage of that lie. God can guide you with feelings of peace or conviction. That conviction is not to hurt you, but to cause you to stop and reevaluate who you are. Are you walking in this purpose? Does your actions lead to a greater you? God is constantly forming and shaping us into something greater. We are like clay in his hands, daily being shaped and transformed. At times, the clay is pliable and easy to work with. And there are times the clay is hard and stubborn, which makes it more difficult to be used. Identity, beliefs, and feelings, they all go hand in hand. What gets us in trouble is when we allow our feelings to determine who we are. We give our feelings too much power, too much control, and they change like the weather. Consider the abuser. They go through stages. There's the tension stage where they get irritated or upset at the smallest things. Then there's the trigger stage, which is the most dangerous. The abuser explodes in this stage, causing physical, sexual, verbal, or emotional abuse. Then there's the honeymoon stage. That's where they say, I'm sorry, buy you flowers, candy, and whatever else they can do to win you back. There are other examples, but I wanted to use this example because it's more related to the abuse, which which is all too familiar to us. Just like the consequences in these stages are serious, so are the consequences if we listen to our feelings and beliefs apart from the truth of God. Feelings and beliefs rob us of our identity in so many ways. Our feelings tell us if it's good or feels good, then it must be good. If I feel like I'm right, then I must be right. If I'm attracted to someone, then God must have made it this way and I'm going to pursue it. And last but not least, if I feel I'm worthless, unloved, and should hurt myself, I must be worthless and maybe I should hurt myself. Lies, lies, lies. Lies we tell ourselves and lies the enemy plant in our mind. Unfortunately, painful experiences are not lies. Emotional experiences of abuse from our past are memorable and can leave poisonous scars on our hearts and affect our future. These messages can negatively affect our value and our identity. And if it's reinforced by our abuser, then it's hard not to believe. It doesn't matter what type of abuse you experienced. If someone rejects or crushes you, 
You start believing you are worthless and unloved. And that lie will take over the truth of your identity. Our feelings can water the seed of a lie and take root in our heart. Once again, believing a lie doesn't make it true. 1 John, 3rd chapter, 20th verse reads, Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings. He knows everything. Yes, our Creator knows everything. If we are not grounded in the Word of God, which describes our true identity, then the words others say about us can cut us deep and feel true. We need to not let the words of others play over and over in our mind. And if we don't reject them, they become our truth or reality. Proverbs 29th chapter 25th verse states, Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. Some of you might not feel safe at this moment, but the goal is not to allow our fear to become a reality. Do you know what fear is? It's false evidence appearing real. 2 Timothy 1st chapter 7th verse states, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. In other words, if you feel fear, it's not of God. Fear will keep you bound and stuck, but faith in God is what sets you free. You can't be free without God. John the 8th chapter and 32nd verse states, And you should know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Also, it's important that you not measure or determine your identity by your failure, disappointments, or Facebook likes or dislikes. When you truly know who you are as told by the one who created you, it can be a powerful and liberating experience. Let's look at a man named Moses found in the Bible. His story is located in the book of Exodus. God appeared to Moses and gave him a new assignment. However, Moses viewed himself as an an eloquent speaker and an unqualified leader. God knew Moses' spotted and tainted past. He was adopted, a murderer, and the only family he knew rejected him. Does that sound like any of you? God knew Moses' abilities and inabilities, his past, and every detail about his life, but he took all of it to pave the way for a wonderful future for him and others. God didn't let Moses' past experience go to waste. Yes, God let Moses wander for 40 years, but Moses found his way back to his identity when he heard the voice of God. Like Moses, we are stuck in abuse, but the same voice that called Moses is calling you. Yes, Moses had to shut out all the voices of everyone, including his own, that told him what he couldn't do, to hear the voice of God tell him what he he was created to do. Did Moses have doubts? Yes. Just like you and I, he made excuses because he was scared of the unknown. No one has the right to tell you who you are, 
because they are not your maker, nor do they know your destiny. God has the right to claim us, name us, lead us, and tell us who he wants us to be. God owns us, created us, and has the right to define us. Therefore, who am I to redefine what God has designed? God has the authority over everything in us. He is the one who has the most authority and gets to make the final call. My sisters and brothers, God, your creator, loves you and designed you for a special purpose and plan. You have desires, and so do God. And his desire is that you walk in your identity. If you never ask God for help, now is the time. He wants to take you in 2022 in a different direction. He wants a relationship with you and help you find your identity in him. All he asks is that you accept him into your life and give him full control. Not the control of the abuser, but a gentle control that leads to eternal life, peace, and joy. I usually end the podcast with the words of affirmation. This week, we will end the podcast with a prayer. Please pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, Give me the wisdom and discernment to filter all the messages that come my way and help me build my life and thinking on your truth. Change my heart, O oh God, and cleanse me of any sinful or harmful way that is in me. Renew my mind. Help me speak the truth in love and not be swayed by my feelings or desires that lead me away from the truth of my identity in you. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship or know someone going through abuse or domestic violence and want a fresh start, please have them call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or Women Against Abuse 1-866-723-3014. These services are available 24 hours a day resources to help start your journey of healing, you can visit my Facebook site, Healing Through Words, my Instagram, Healing underscore through underscore words. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. You can contact me for questions, suggestions, or appointments, or if you would like to be a guest and share your journey of healing, at healingthroughwordsorg at gmail.com through is spelled T-H-R-U. I'd like to close by thanking Tracy for providing my opening music, Last Night Dream. I do not hold the copyrights. Thank you again. God bless you, and I'll see you next Saturday.